What is going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Thrive Forever Fit Show. I'm your host, as always, Jay Nixon, and this show today is going to blow your mind. I know I say that a lot, but I promise you today, we've got a special guest. Her name is Jill. You've met Jill before. If you're part of my Thrive Forever Fit program, part of the Wellness Lab, you've likely heard about Jill. Jill just turned 55 years old over the weekend, and that's not even the coolest part of this podcast simultaneously lost 100 pounds, um, hit that milestone on her 55th birthday. And so today's a little bit about of a celebration for Jill, but don't think that's what this is all about. We're going to talk about there are no coincidences, how Jill and I met at a random bar thousands of miles away from her home, and how that chance meeting has led to her changing her life in a pivotal way. Um, You're going to get to hear all that story today. So saddle up, get yourself a beverage and enjoy. And thanks as always for listening to the Thrive Forever Fit Show. Here comes Jill. All right, guys, see you in a bit. All right, Jill, thank you for jumping on the show today. And before you say a word, I want to say congratulations. For those of you guys listening, Jill has just had a great, beautiful birthday. And on that birthday um, has hit a really unbelievable milestone of losing 100 pounds. But that is not even what we're gonna talk about today. That's unbelievable. And I know you guys are, are clapping and cheering for her right now. Today, we're gonna talk about taking advantage of the opportunity in the lifetime of the opportunity. And we're gonna do that by talking about how Jill and I met. But before we do that, Jill, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Jay, how are you? I am doing fantastic. Tell me the most, like what's been the, the central theme of, it, we, you and I have talked about this before, you know, the call. And so, you know, this is more for the listeners. Birthday, 100 pounds, a lot of numbers coming at you, a lot of excitement. Like, what would you say has been the, uh, like the overall feeling that you've gotten with this, with this achievement? For me, the feeling is, holy crap, you did this. Yeah. You did the hard work. You, you set out on a journey and the journey's not nearly done, right. but you, you did something you never thought you could do in your lifetime. Yeah. And so there's a lot of joy. There's a lot of excitement. My kids are so proud of me, yeah. which just makes my heart burst. Um, my three-year-old grandson says I'm the strongest person in the world. Oh. Uh, that, that's one of my favorite little things he says. Um, but it's the whole inside of me that's changed. Yeah, you And have- I smile now. Right. It is pure joy and happiness. Well, we talked about this before. For those, for those of you guys that don't know, Jill is one. Jill is in my Thrive Forever Fit program, but Jill and I also do um, private one-on-one coaching. And so we had a coaching call right before we recorded this podcast. And what you said to me was really epiphanal. I really thought it was amazing because it's kind of what I preach and teach is that the number is is fantastic. The number is awesome, but the number is really just a side effect. You said you like the comments and the the accolades better that are talk about the person that you've become, not the weight that you've lost. Can you elaborate on that a little bit? Yeah, I... I've changed in so many ways. My whole verbiage is different. I think the best thing that someone said to me was they love how 
strong my faith has become. And I thought I had a good, good basis in my faith, but it's become so much more um, deeply embedded in me. Yeah. It's my first thing I do in the morning. Love it. Uh, I do my devotions. I, I have a prayer journal. I have more journals. I, I got like 12 journals for Christmas and those will be gone <laughs> before long. Um, I write out my prayers. I write out my gratitudes. I yeah. write out everything I am thankful for and what I'm learning along the way. And to me, that's just amazing. But when people say they see in me, something's changed, that's really makes me happy. Yeah. Well, you're, you're actually living your core values. You know, we talk about core values in the program and how important they are, because when you, when you begin to live by and, and in and, and through your core values, it makes decision-making really, really, really simple. Because if the question you know, if, if you put the question to your core values and it doesn't fit, then the answer is no. If the if it fits and it's it's part of who you are, then the answer is yes. And you're a living, breathing example of like someone who's like with your faith, like that's really important to you. And you make decisions based on your core values around that. And I think that's what people are feeling and seeing. And you've used that you talked to me a little bit about this during our call is like the vibration that you're living in now is so much different and people can feel that. Uh, I, I vibrate a lot higher. And I, I've said to you a few times, I always was a happy person. Yeah. But maybe that happy's turned to joyous now. Yeah. I, and my core values are very strong. Totally. I always had strong values, but I'm learning what they are now. And we just spoke about resilience as one of my core values. Yeah. I, I've had lots of adversity and that's okay. It's making me stronger every day. Um, and sure, I get knocked down, but I'm learning that being resilient is very, very good. I get to wallow. I, I even pulled off the page one day going, guys, I'm going... I'm going down a rabbit hole and I couldn't help myself. Yeah. But I also told you I was coming out of that rabbit hole and I came out stronger because I dug deep. I felt every emotion I'd been hit with a tsunami of grief and it was horrible. Yeah. And it hadn't happened for a while, but it's okay. I took it and I clawed my way back up to the top and I'm vibrating high again. And another one will hit one of these days. I think about what you said. You said, I thought I had, I thought my faith was really strong, but now I, I see it differently. I think your faith was always really, really strong. I think now you're in alignment. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think your core values are now in alignment with, you know, who you, who you think you are, who you say you are is now who you are. And, and you're living in that alignment piece. And that's when that vibration changes. When we talk about, I talk about vibration guys, or when Jill talks about vibration, just think of it as like the, and I'm gonna use another word that's kind of weird, like the, the aura that you give off. And let me give you an analogy. Have you ever been in a room and somebody walks in and you're like, this person just feels different. Like they, they brought happiness or joy or excitement or energy 
into the room with them. The same thing could be, you know, on the other half, somebody walks in the room and they bring like some heaviness with them. That's what we're talking about with vibrating. Like when Jill says she's vibrating higher, it's like she's almost floating through her life. And I don't mean that in like a woo wooey way, but like with happiness and with freedom and all those things. And it's much, much different than carrying the burdens with us that we've all, you know, like Jill said, she's been through a lot of adversity in her life. Now she's using that adversity to be more triumphant instead of using it as a tragedy that needs to hold her down. And so I think you're doing amazing, Jill. Um, and again, hats off to you. I'm, I'm, you know how proud of you I am. And you, you yeah. know, you're not, you don't love compliments. They're not your, they're not your best. You don't, you don't receive them the best, which we're getting better at. But I just want you to know that you're living, you're breathing, you're, you've fallen in love with the process and the program like I've asked you to. And like I've told you, if you do, you'll have abundant success. And I think you're a living, breathing model of that and just hats off to you. And I can't wait to see where your journey um, continues. I can't wait to see where it goes either. Um, I'm, ex- I'm actually really excited. Guys, let's, here's, where, here's the purpose of this podcast today. I want to tell you how Jill and I met. April 26th, 2019. And the only reason I know that date is because Jill just looked at her phone and has a photo in there from that date that Lori, my significant other, sent her the night that we met. So thousands and thousands of miles away. Jill lives in Swift Current, Saskatchewan, Canada. I live in Palm Desert, California. And we met um, at Mastro's in Palm Desert on April 26, 2019 completely random, um, completely, I mean, could have easily been a no-brainer of, of, just, of just how you meet a random stranger. And it's just like, hey, how you doing? Go on about your life. Fast forward less than two years later, um, Jill is now one of my clients. I consider her to be a friend, um, someone that I care about immensely. She's lost a hundred pounds and we met at a bar thousands of miles away from where the lady lives. There's no coincidences in life, guys. You're supposed to, we're given these opportunities over and over and over again. I always, I use this analogy a lot. I read in a magazine a long time ago, I don't know if it was Forbes or whatever it was, but the the study or the research or the, the scientist or the psychologist said that every human will be given at least two opportunities at a life-changing opportunity. And 86% of us will pass on both. Jill and I don't consider meeting Jay Nixon a life changing opportunity. So let's let's don't get carried away right now. But uh, but, but for the purposes of the podcast, I need to I need to make this a little more grandiose than it is. Yeah. He took advantage of a simple meeting of a stranger. And I'm going to be honest with you guys. Jill spoke to you might have said five words to me that night. You spent most of the time talking to um, Lori, who is much more articulate, much more beautiful and much more fun to talk to than I ever could be. But but talk me through that. Like we were sitting at the bar, you and Lori struck up a conversation and less than two years later, you and I are here. You're 100 pounds down. Like, what do you remember about that night? I remember going to Mastro's. It was favorite place in my late husband and mine. Um, drag my girlfriends in there. They're not much for martini drinkers, but I'm like, we're drinking these. And I just told you, it was an interesting trip. Um, they weren't vibrating the best. I'm like, oh, for Pete's sakes, like this is the widow here is the happy one. So I, 
start talking with Lori and I just remember she was such a sincere soul. She, we talked about my late husband and how I was trying to start living again and how hard it was. And, you know, we just talked, I did some aesthetics, nails and petties and stuff. So we talked a bit about that, a little bit in common and she was just so easy and she had such a spirit of genuine care amongst her. And, and she was talking about you. She goes, yeah, my, my hubby here, he's got two books and everything and one's overweight mind. And at, at that point, Amanda pops her head up a little bit. She was sitting farther away around the corner. So she wasn't in the conversation as much. And anything to do with fitness, Amanda was all over. And so, you know, it was just, she was telling us about these books you'd written, which kind of resonated. I think the title stuck in my head. Yeah. Like, oh, and part of, part of me honestly was like, yeah, this is going to work. But, you know, tried another, why not try something else? So we did. We went back. Um, we were renting a house. We downloaded the books, listened to them audibly and that and I remember leaving we left Mastro's we started there for cocktails and we went to Tommy Bahamas and I'm sitting up on the deck at Tommy Bahamas with the girls and my phone pings and it's Lori and she sent me this beautiful sunset picture and she goes your hubby's here with you because there's a big spirit dot in the middle of this photo and I literally had tears in my eyes because Aww. I felt she was such a genuine soul who understood. And I mean, I still have the picture. I, it just gives me chills to think how a random stranger could reach out to me and bring me such comfort. Yeah. And that. How cool is that though, right? It's like, it's, it's, it is. It's taking advantage of that opportunity in the lifetime of the opportunity. I mean, Lori is such a, like you said, I mean, you hit the nail on the head. She's a beautiful soul. And Lori will talk about me a thousand times more than I will. I mean, I probably would have never even told you what I did, Jill, just because I'm, you know, I, for those of you guys that don't know me, I mean, you hear me run my mouth all the time on podcasts or training calls or whatever. I am a, I'm an introvert. Like I, I don't, when I'm in public, I'm very quiet. I'm very to myself. I'm very reserved. Lori's the exact opposite. I mean, she's never met a stranger. She loves um, people. And it was no coincidence to me that you guys had hit it off. And then, you know, fast forward, I want to say, I got a note from Amanda um, on Facebook, I think it was that, you know, that, you know, it was a, you know, great to meet you guys, blah, blah, blah. We yeah. downloaded your books. And that's kind of how the whole thing kind of started. And then next thing you know, you know, Amanda's in my program, the Thrive Forever Fit program, having some success. And then you were like, well, hey, wait a minute. And then, and then you joined yeah. shortly after. I, I joined, well, COVID hit shortly. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I didn't see her. We, we lived back to back, but I didn't get to see her for a couple months. And it was like, holy cow, what, what are you doing here, woman? And she taken advantage of that opportunity. Yeah. And I think it was your Ignite Point 1 that she joined in on. Mm -hmm. And by Ignite Point 2, I was more than curious. <laughs> it was like, okay. And I mean, 
financially, I don't even remember what the program cost, yeah. a couple hundred bucks, whatever, it doesn't matter. But I thought, what do I have to lose? Right. I, I was at a point where I had to do something because I'd become stagnant in my life. I was doing more than surviving, but not much more. Yeah. And I didn't really like that. Yeah. I, I wanted to be a better version of me for my kids. They'd already lost so much in their life. We'd lost, we lost immensely. And like I said, overnight, I got thrown in from co-CEO to CEO of a family. Yeah. And it was like, okay, either seize this opportunity. And I think Ignite 2 was Mindset Revolution, was, which kind yeah. of um, intrigued me. It wasn't, okay, we're going hard, we're going to lose weight. Right. I don't think there was much, but every single training call was on your mindset and how if you changed your mindset life would turn around for you yeah and that and i i dug in deep to both uh the overweight mind and the purpose of pain yeah and that did give me purpose of pain and once again it was kind of like well what's this guy know about pain <laughs> which you do yeah. we're, we're a lot of light in a lot of ways yeah. and people would never think I'm introverted, but I am. If they ever would have seen me in my husband's professional settings, I was the wallflower who just yeah. kind of stood there and smiled. Um, but I, I dug into those books and it was the changing of my mindset slowly. Totally. And I think what I want people to hear is this wasn't a, I mean, this was a, it was a simple process for you to say, okay, sure. I'll give this a try. But it wasn't an easy process because there was, I mean, there were several opportunities for you just to say no, right? I mean, we mm -hmm. met at a random bar, my significant other tells you to buy my book, you listen to it, but you're kind of like, ah, oh, whatever, your friend, we've got COVID, we've got all these reasons for you just to say, you know what, now's not the right time. You know, now's not the right, he's not the right person for me. Like this isn't the right anything. So what I want you guys to hear is that opportunities aren't going to show up at your door dressed in a beautiful suit with a you know bouquet of flowers or a gift or whatever it is. Sometimes that opportunity is going to show up through a random stranger like Lori building a connection with Jill, sending her a random photo of a sunset, um, Amanda reading the book, joining the program. You know, there was a lot of things that had to fall into place for Jill to get to where she is today, but she just kept slowly putting one foot in front of the other and was like, okay, I'll give this a try. And I think what you said is, what do I have to lose? And a lot of times I ask people this question because they'll say, well, Jay, I've done this, 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 and this, and I'm not where I want to be. And I simply just ask this one question. I'm going to say, well, what's the alternative? Where would you be if you hadn't done this, 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 and this. Like, where would you be if you had, you know what I mean? Like, and that was for you, what was the, the, the piece is you said, what do I have to lose here? What if this is that opportunity that I've been looking for? And I mean, I, I don't think anybody can argue. It turns out this is a pretty damn good opportunity. It was an amazing opportunity. <laughs> and it's one I won't let go of. 
um, I still struggle with things and people ask about the weight loss because it's maybe the most noticeable change. Yeah. Um, and mine has been fairly linear and people ask me why. And I said, I think it's because I don't focus on it. Yeah. I, I, I have unloaded so much emotional baggage. Mm -hmm. I have unloaded so much old hurts, so many old beliefs that I thought I had to buy into. I have yeah. pushed back to you oh, yeah. to the point of almost being mean. I won't say I was mean. I could take it. You could take it. Yeah. And, and you knew I'd, I'd answer back, but sometimes I wouldn't answer for days because I was like, damn, he's mean. And then I'm like, no, he's not mean. He's just honest. Yeah. And sometimes honesty hurts. And you never do it in a way where you're, um, meaning to hurt me. It's just honesty sometimes is blunt and it hurts when you yeah. like to tell yourself a story that maybe isn't serving you so well. Yeah. I look at it as, I look at it as, a, listen, if you are, you know, if you're willing to say, Hey Jay, like, I want you to help me. Like, and you know, and you made that mm -hmm. you made decision by, you know, my joining my program. One of my promises is in from the day one, you can, you can attest to this is I promise that I'll never tell you anything that's not that that I don't believe is is 100% true and I'll never tell you what you want to hear just because you want to hear it because I think that's where a lot of these these programs and processes and things go wrong is that you know as humans like we don't want to hear the tough stuff sometimes but it's actually the very thing that we need to hear in order to make the change and I think my promise to you guys is always this like everything I ever say will be said with empathy, love, and with the purpose of helping you make that transition to, you know, to the place and space that you really, really want to be. And that's, that's where you've gotten because, you know, you, when you were pushing back, it was because, you know, you were, you were hurting, you were in pain, mm -hmm. you were still living in your, your old story. And if we didn't change that old story, you, you'd still be stuck. Oh yeah, definitely. I, I was at the point where I either had to change or things were going to get very dark lately. Yeah. And so all I didn't let Jill do is I didn't let her believe her own BS anymore. So Jill, yeah, no. Jill would give me a little bit of BS and I would push back and say, well, that sounds like an excuse based on, you know, this, 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 and this. And she would be like, well, shit, he's right. I hate it when he's right. Um, yeah. Yeah. And that's really what, the, what it boils down to. And, you know, that's, that's the whole process of having a coach and a mentor is like, you know, when you entrust in me, the, the opportunity to help you change, it's my responsibility to give you the, the objective, brutally honest truth sometime. And that's what you've done really well. And I, I said this to you, you know, on our training call earlier, our coaching call, the reason you've had so much, so much success is, and you just said this, is that the number has always been secondary. You've fallen in love with the process and the program of personal development, of growing, of evolving, of rewriting your story, of becoming the person that you know you deserve to be. And the weight loss has just been a side effect. And that's been the really amazing thing, piece of it. And that's why I don't worry about you. Most of the time when someone hits a massive milestone, like 100 pounds, I have a little bit of fear because what happens is 
you get a lot of accolades. There's a lot of celebration. People are high-fiving you, but there's also a group of people that look at your success as their failure. And that's when the, the backhanded compliments start to come in. That's when the naysaying comes in. Well, mm-hmm. haven't you lost enough weight? Well, what are you going to do now? Like they, people like to put seeds of doubt into your brain. And I don't worry about you because you've going through what you've gone through with the trauma and the tragedy, you've, you've got a fortified belief system in who you are now that that stuff's not going to hurt you but it's going to come at you. And I always want to prepare you for that um, so that you're ready and you can resiliently, like you said, you know, no coincidence. I just use that word. The resiliency that you have for your own success is people ask me, well, what, what, what's next for Jill? And I, my answer is I have no idea, but I know it's going to be amazing. Well, thanks. I, I, it is, it's going to be amazing. Um, you had said something early on in the process about when your why is greater than your why not. Yeah. And I may have started with the weight loss, mm-hmm. but I Which realized my, yeah, my why is so much bigger than weight. It, it's not about the weight. It's about becoming as I said, I became the CEO of my family. My kids are grown. When I call them my kids, they're 30 and 27. They still need the mom. They still need guidance. I have grandchildren I get to be there for now. But I had to learn how to become and evolve into someone who I could be proud of, who who I could stand up and show them that no matter what age is, like we talked about, I turned 55. Who at 55 would have thought I was losing 100 pounds? But you can do it. It doesn't matter. These are all just numbers. I posted a picture a couple days ago on the page of some new pants I bought. Every single one of them was the same freaking size. And they were about an inch different. It is all these freaking numbers that get in people's heads. Um, I said, people ask me, well, what are your numbers? Like how many calories? I don't know. Uh, I told them to go look on my page because I don't know what my numbers are, Jay. I don't really care what they are. I literally am learning and I do. I love the process. Do I track stuff? Yes. But just because you said to, um, I know what good food looks like. I know what good fuel looks like. Did I go hog wild for my birthday? I don't know that I'd say I went hog wild. I had cake. Yes. Yeah. I was away a few weekends ago. I had the most amazing dessert. But I remember sending you a picture and going, light bulb moment. Wow. When you're going to have something, enjoy it. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I didn't even think about eating it. I sat, I ate this wonderful dessert. I literally had a piece of chocolate that I bought downtown Bounce in my room. And I had a little bite of it. I went up that night after that really amazing dessert. I threw the chocolate out. It was like, I am not going to settle for mediocre in life. I agree. Yeah. 
And this is where we are. Like, this is what it, we're not about starvation or deprivation or any of those types of things. No. It's what you are, what you're describing. And it's what I talked to you earlier is like, you know, we, I was having a conversation the other day and, and everybody wants to, because this is how we've been programmed. If you're listening, you've been programmed this way. This is not your fault, but you've been programmed for a number. What does the scale say? Well, how much do you weigh? How much do you want to weigh? What's your body fat percentage? What's your BMI? What's your, everything is a mathematical equation, right? If you think about yeah. it, how many carbs, how many macros, everything is math. Most of us sucked at math in school. If we didn't suck at it, we still didn't like it. And now we are using that, that metric as the, the pivotal piece of the puzzle for something that we want to achieve. Guys, it makes no sense. It was like I was telling Jill earlier, um, I was telling, I was saying this to Marissa, where we she was talking about, well, what do I say about, you know, the weight loss and this? And I was like, what, that's not, that's not what this is about. Weight loss is going to be a side effect. What I want people to achieve is the freedom and happiness that they deserve. The freedom from having to worry about your weight, the freedom from having to worry about what you're going to eat, the freedom from having to worry about like how many macros did I take in? How many calories did I burn? Because if I can help you find that freedom, your happiness is going to, and the lady that I'm looking at on the screen right now is immensely, and you, like you said earlier, you were happy when I, when we started this process mm -hmm. a year ago, it, it's different, right? You, I can feel your energy through the computer screen and I could feel it then too. And I'm telling you now is, is abundantly different. It is, it, it is so much more. Like I said, I just use food as fuel, yeah. but one of my um, intense every day or my declarations is to try and balance out and strive for balance amongst my five S, my faith, my family, my finances, my food, fitness, yep. all of it. And another one is consistency for the win. Mm -hmm. And I have found if I'm consistent, I don't have to worry about stepping on the scale. No. If I am consistent with what I eat, I don't have to worry. Like I actually, I remember stepping on the scale in other programs. It was like, oh no, scale day. I just step on the scale now. Yeah. I, I, I don't really, I don't think about it. I just get up and do it yeah. because it's part of our program. You know, I only step on that scale once a week. I wouldn't need to. Yeah. I... I love looking back in my journal and seeing all the gratitude and everything that's showing up for me daily. I love feeling um, the peace and the contentment deep inside of me. It's something I've become very grateful for. Yeah. I, I don't need to take on other people's energy anymore. No. I don't need to find happiness in someone else's life. I've learned contentment. I've learned that when I focus on the good in the morning, the day's good. Yesterday I told you, like, it was windy as all get out here. It didn't matter. The temperature was up and I went for a walk. And if anyone saw me, they likely thought, you're absolutely crazy. But you know what? It was my meditative time. It was the time I was smiling. I'm sure people driving by are going, that lady's on something. Because, She's crazy. 
Yeah, she's crazy. But you know what? I'm on life. Life is showing up for me amazingly. Even with all the tragedy and adversity, it's it's still my life. I get to, I wouldn't change it for a second, Jake. I will never pick up someone else's baggage because Mm -hmm. I couldn't handle their stuff. Yeah, I, I can handle my own. I'm not given more than I can handle. Some yeah. days it feels like it is, but it never is. By the end of the day, you realize, no, little reframe here. It's all good. I agree. I mean, I feel you're, you know, I talk about abundance a lot. I feel like you are, you're living in, in your own abundance. Like you're living the life that you, that you deserve and desire to live. And it look, it, it, it looks good on you. You sound great. Like you're doing all of the things necessary and I, you know, I want to, I want to just wrap this up and go back to such a random day at a random place. And so for you guys listening, like you never know where your opportunity is going to be. And so start to pay a little bit more attention of, you know, the people that come into your life because they're there for a reason. There's no coincidences. Well, I feel God never makes mistakes and he knew where I needed to be that day. And he knew where you needed to be. And I'm very blessed that you got are part of my life. Oh, I, I love our training calls. I, I love our group that we have. As I said, I've had some friends who COVID's been hard on them. And I literally feel guilty that I am happy. Yeah, and no. I don't feel guilty, but you're like, okay dial it down a little dial it down a little woman these people are just telling you how miserable life is and you're like dang isn't it a great day out the sun's shining and it's all how you look at it we had minus 51 degrees here and I still found joy absolutely well and being around you is going to give other people that joy so you just continue to shine that light as bright as you can because that's what we need more of in the world is people vibrating and living that life of abundance and happiness and sharing that because what that does is it shows people who aren't in that place that, Hey, I don't, I don't know what this is. I don't know where, what she's doing, but there's something better out there. And, and maybe that's their opportunity. You know what I mean? Like you're going to be, you're going to be the conduit for somebody, a bunch of somebody's right. You already have been to change their own lives. And so there's a, there's a beautiful power in that. So um, well, I hope I can help some people. Yeah. I, I just really want people to know life is amazing if you let it be. Agreed. And that it's, it's a blessing every day. And okay. I, I just, I love life right now. And it's showing up and yeah, you get knocked around, but you know what? We're pretty tough people. So absolutely. Well, buddy, I am unbelievably proud of you. If any of you guys listening, um, and I know I was going to say, if you love Jill's story, obviously the answer is you love Jill's story. The easiest way to connect more with, um, with Jill, with beautiful people like Jill and myself is we've got a free Facebook group. It's called Wellness Lab Launchpad. The easiest thing to do is go to, is go to my website, thriveforeverfit.com. On the homepage, you'll see a giant box, orange square, click it, we'll let you in. That's our free group. We also have a paid group called the Thrive Forever Fit Program that we'd love to welcome you guys into. Um, I do one-on-one coaching. We've got all kinds of opportunities. So wherever you are, we'll meet you there and we'll get you to where it is that you 
deserve and desire to be. Jill, thank you again so much for doing this for me and, and for letting me celebrate you with the world. Well, thank you. And I just want to tell people to invest in themselves. It's the best investment I have made. And if you invest in yourself and choose you, you'll have an abundant life. Can't lose. And if anyone ever wants to reach out, I'm around the page or... And she's amazing. <laughs> well, thank you. All right, buddy. I will talk to you soon. Love you. I'm proud of you. And guys, we will see you on next week's show. Have an amazing rest of your day. See you guys.